So friends, we are continuing our series on discipleship and the, the tagline is let's do this. And what I want to affirm for us today, let's affirm resurrection hope. Let's do that. On this All Saints Sunday, I want to remind all of us just who we are. That we are a community of saints. No, none of us are next in line for canonization, but we are those who have chosen to believe the word of truth and who have put our trust and our hope in Jesus Christ. We are a community of saints, for we have made a commitment to God, and we have placed our hope in the promises of God. We are a community of saints, holy and holy gods. Now, that's H-O-L-Y and W-H-O-L-L-Y. We are holy and holy gods. We belong to God. We are God's holy ones. Now, our belonging doesn't mean that we are perfect Although we are striving for perfection in love of God and neighbor, but it means that we are part of God's plan and purpose for the redemption of the world. Thanks be to God. We are a community of saints as a body. We are part of something bigger, something greater. We are part of a community that extends across time and place and space, generation and denomination to include not only the saints whose names we have called today, but all those who have lived in the faith. Imagine the community of saints just here at Silver Hill. You'd have to go back more than 150 years and just think of the generations. Think of all those who trusted in the Lord all the days of their lives, even when times were hard and hellish. And we know there were difficult times that they faced, and yet they continued to trust in the Lord until he called them home. They, too, experienced pain for losses just as we do and we will but they knew the hope to which Christ called them and they drew strength and encouragement from the community of saints who surrounded them prayed for them urged them on and who reminded them of the goodness of God I can imagine that they would sing run on and see what the end is going to be Therefore, they did not give in to despair because they had hope. And they then faced the doorway of death, confident in the inheritance that Christ gives and the future God was preparing for them and the future that God is preparing for us. Their lives were shaped by the hope and faith that they had in God's promises that God would never leave nor forsake them, that God said that you will have a place in the holy realms with me. They lived and their lives were shaped by their hope and faith that they knew that Jesus was the son of God and that God sent him into the world to save them, that he truly did walk this earth. He was crucified, dead, and buried. But on the third day, God did something miraculous and powerful and raised him from the dead. They lived every day shaped by that truth, that hope that one day we will all be with God. 
And it is this faith and hope and not just what we go through. And yes, I know we're all going to go through something down here. It is that faith and hope and not what we go through that shapes our lives and is essential as our identity as disciples. That's why we have come today. That is what we affirm today. When we remember the saints, when we remember all those who lived and died and who believed that God loved them until the end, regardless of what happened to their bodies, Brother Black believed that he was beloved of God no matter what. The devil could attack his body, but he still trusted in the Lord until he died. Thanks be to God for the saints. This hope that we have as believers in this life is not a dead hope, nor is it what the world would call wishful thinking. Even in the midst of all of our griefs, and, and there is much that causes us to grieve in this world, I'm going to admit that, but we have come to know the hope that does not disappoint the hope that endures, the, the hope that never leaves us, the hope that deepens and strengthens within us. And as we grow in our love for Jesus Christ and of all the saints, we have this hope. This hope that we have does not come from what we see and hear because we know that our senses can fail us and fool us. The Apostle Paul says in that 13th chapter of Corinthians, for now, for now we see in a mirror dimly. For now we don't see so well, but there will come a day when we will see him as he is, when we will see him face to face. So this hope that we have is not based on our physical sight, but our spiritual insight and, and is best perceived with the eyes of the heart, the heart that keeps growing with the love of God, the heart that keeps extending with the promises of God, a heart that comes to know and, and has been enlightened by the love of Christ and is most faithfully and fully lived out in the company of saints who hold us up. That's what the church is supposed to do. It's supposed to hold you up when you're weak, when you're starting to lean, who comfort us when we experience sorrow and who pray for us when we cannot pray for ourselves. Thanks be to God for the community of the saints. Yes, the hope that we have in Jesus and in the promises that one day God, one day God will wipe away every tear from our eyes. One day, death will be no more. And on that day, that glorious day, all the saints, amen, Revelation says they will come from the north, south, east, and west. All the saints, all the nations will gather around the great banquet table and there will be no end to worship and praise. But the hope that we have is not just about then, but it is also about now. Because the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is at work in us and in our world right now, right at this very moment. The one in whom our hope rests and yes, who is seated in the heavenly places interceding for us is also with us now. Praying for us when we have no strength to pray for ourselves. What does it mean to know that Jesus Christ the son of the living God is praying for you when you don't have strength enough, words enough to pray for yourself. Nobody else prays for you. That's all right. Jesus is praying for you. 
hoping for us, when it feels like all our hope is gone, Jesus gets up in all of our difficulties and our sorrows, always breathing into us and bringing us into the newness of life. God's spirit is always leading and, and, and blowing on us. A favorite Christian writer and artist is Jan Richardson. And in her work, The Painted Prayer Book, she speaks of the grief, not only of her, her husband's passing. And she talks about that when he was in surgery, that they had hoped. Then he was in ICU, they had hoped. Another surgery, they had hoped. But he passed away. And she talked about the sorrow and grief of not only his passing, but at the anniversary, the year without him, and what that felt like. And, and people would come, and they would try and speak to her, and they would say words, and they meant well. And sometimes, y'all, it's all right to say, girl, I'm just, brother, I'm just still sorrowing with you. She talks about what it means to have this blessing of hope. She says hope is not always comforting and comfortable. Hope often asks us to open ourselves to what we do not know, to pray for illumination in this life, to imagine what is beyond our imagining, to bear what seems unbearable. It calls us to keep breathing when beloved lives have left us, to turn toward one another when we might prefer to turn away and hide and, and just retreat from the world. Hope draws our eyes and our heart toward a more whole future, but propels us also into the present where Christ waits for us to work with him toward a more whole world now for everybody else. I believe that our hope in Christ and in the power of his resurrection calls us forward, calls us to keep loving, to keep believing, to keep trusting, and keep working for the kingdom that we know has come and is to come. Thanks be to God. I believe that our hope is not Pollyanna. It is not naivete. It is not pie in the sky. It ain't none of those things. Because we have seen this hope lived out in the lives of the saints who have gone before us. Everybody knows a saint, somebody who stood steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. The devil tried to do things to them, but they would speak and tell that mountain to get out of my way. We all know saints like that. Thanks be to God for their witness. Thanks be to God for their service. Thanks be to God for their lives and to know that we are surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses that goes back here in Silver Hill 150 years and then past that, that we are surrounded by all these people and that there is this change from the heavenly realms to here of people who have stood for good and God in the world. Thanks be to God. who knew what it meant to hope when their eyes said, you'll always be the tail and not the head. 
but who stood on the promises of God and said, our God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than we can think, ask, or imagine. My hope is not built in the government. My hope does not rest in my family. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. There is our hope. And that is the hope that this community of saints the holy ones of God, the, the people chosen and called by God, that is what we are going to stand as disciples and share to this community so that Viola and Ava and Kylie, that they will be able to say about us, oh, there were some saints at Silver Hill who could stand and believe, who trusted no matter what, that nothing could change them, nothing could turn them back, that they continue to press on, that they were able to run on, and they would be like Paul and say, I there waits for me a crown of righteousness for me, for I have finished my course. That they will say that about us, that they will remember the saints who have gone before, who have struggled in the face of the future together and did so unafraid and undeterred. And I believe that this resurrection hope, this hope in the power and presence of God, this hope that we have in the love of Christ that helps us grow, helps us enlarge us, and that helps us find a way to, to live around grief so that it doesn't fill us. We're all going to have something to grieve about in this world but it doesn't have to fill us. And for our guests, the, the people said, you know, I like little handouts. <laughs> I like to image things. And here, and maybe like the, the, the camera person will shoot down, I have the same ball. It is the same size. We get bigger. The grief doesn't get bigger. We get bigger through the hope that we have in Christ to carry, we, to be able to bear it. We get bigger. That is what we're called to do as God enlightens our hearts, that, that God informs us as we study the scriptures, as we walk faithful. We get bigger, stronger in Christ, more able to bear, to stand, to live, to serve, to know. Amen, amen, and amen.